Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director for the national PR firm, Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire online magazine that also offers powerful top market radio talk show campaigns with free unlimited media training and guaranteed deliverables, as well as the famous performance publicity program for major online TV and print media where clients only pay for secure placements. Today, we're featuring a conversation with Cheryl McColgan, the founder and editor of Heal, Nourish, Grow. She helps others develop the confidence and habits to create lasting change and greater health by sharing her wealth of knowledge and over 25 years of experience in psychology, fitness, nutrition, yoga, health, and wellness. And today, Cheryl is here talking about getting a handle on your metabolic health for better COVID outcomes. So welcome, Cheryl. Yeah, thanks, Stacey. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Let's talk about metabolic health. Why it's so, it's so important anyway, right? It's just a very important thing. Uh, but how is it important in relation to COVID outcomes? Well, it's come into the media so much more lately, which it's really sad that it takes something like this to put the focus on something that we should have been paying attention to all along. Um, but in a way, it's, it could potentially you know, be a positive in a way, because the more that people like me and other experts, you know, start talking about this in the media, the more it might hit home with people that, you know, really taking care of their metabolic health will not only uh, give them a better chance of not getting COVID in the first place, because your immune system is much stronger when your metabolic health is in well-functioning, but also that if you do happen to get COVID, that these people that are metabolically healthy tend to have better COVID outcomes. Um, But the sad thing is the research out of University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill that came out, I believe it was in 2018, they found that only 12% of Americans are actually metabolically healthy, which explains a lot of why we're having these, you know, outcomes with COVID right now. Um, And if you'd like, I can actually uh, define what metabolic health is a little better so that people know what it is that they're supposed to be looking for. Well, Cheryl, exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. That was going to be my next question. What does it mean to be metabolically healthy? Yeah, so and it's defined by five things now, and this is just based on the medical community in this particular study used the most recent guidelines. So the first is your blood sugar, which you should have a fasting blood glucose of under 100 and an A1C, which is your three-month three-month average of blood glucose under 5.7. And this is something that if you go for your yearly checkup, this is pretty much always um, on the panel, as are the rest of these items. The other ones are triglycerides, which it's defined to be metabolically healthy if they're 150 or under, HDL cholesterol, which everybody kind of knows is the quote-unquote good cholesterol, um, needs to be over 40 in men and over 50 in women, and then blood pressure blood pressure, you're looking for um, under 120 systolic, under 80 diastolic, and then waist circumference is the last one. And that should be under 40 for men and under 34 for women. And the reason that this, um, you know, metabolic health is so important in addition to COVID, but also a great risk for other diseases that we're so much more familiar with, like heart attacks, diabetes, and stroke. And what would you say the best way people can start working on their metabolic health is? Well, of course, I have a bit of a bias because my site is all focused on health and wellness and particularly, quote unquote, advanced nutrition. And 
what I like to think of as advanced nutrition now, after having spent my entire life, you know, researching this, doing it myself. I mean, I've done it all low fat, um, vegetarian for seven years. I mean, I've tried so many things. Um, but what really is so the two most key important things are whole foods, number one, and number two, really reducing the amount of sugar and carbs in your diet. This has just become really an epidemic in the U.S., like all these processed foods full of sugar, full of carbohydrates. And, you know, the manufacturers are no dummies, right? They have actually manufactured these foods to kind of hit what's called your bliss point, which is the exact right amount of sugar, fat, and salt in foods that just makes people really crave them. and actually sets off a dopamine response in your brain, which explains why they're so addictive. Uh, but all that being said, you can get out of that addiction. It's not that difficult. You know, reducing carbs over time works really well. And that's what I help people with every day in, in my work and, you know, what I do to try to get people healthier. And how long does it take to see changes? I mean, you mentioned reducing carbs over time. Can people expect to feel different? sooner than they would look different? Possibly. And if they're doing it slowly, it, there's not as much... Um there's not as much to observe maybe initially. If you go cold turkey, you might notice some effects pretty quickly and some of those might be negative because it's almost like a bit of a withdrawal, you know, like some headaches, um, some fatigue, that sort of thing if you go cold turkey. That's why I usually recommend doing it over time. Um, but once you get to where you're a lower carb diet, and we'll define that um, as under 80 grams of carbs per day as a really a low carb diet, and then there's, you know, other levels that are more moderate, or if you go to keto, that would be under 20 grams a day. Um, but once you really do the low-carb diet for a few weeks, um, I've had anecdotal evidence from multiple interviews that I've listened to with low-carb doctors um, online, different podcasts, and they're seeing clinically that people start to reverse their diabetes and go off of medications in as little as two weeks. And some of them, you know, might take up to one or two months, but it's a relatively quick process. And I think you know, when people can see a change in their health, when it's something so important to manage like diabetes, because diabetes has so many uh, long-term poor outcomes, um, diabetic foot ulcers that can lead to amputations, um, you know, higher blood sugar can lead to blindness. There's, there's a lot of really serious reasons that people need to get a handle on diabetes or even pre-diabetes. And, and they're seeing those changes happen really quickly in people. Well, that sounds amazing, and I'm sure that you know people are out there, obviously, during this pandemic, this is so important to get metabolically healthy, but just overall, in general, this information is so, so important. So uh, it would behoove you to go check out Cheryl McColgan online, visit her site, lots of resources there, and that's Heal HealNourishGrow.com. Again, it's Cheryl McColgan at HealNourishGrow.com. Com. Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Stacey. I really appreciate the time and uh, your great questions. And thank you to everyone out there listening to this podcast. It's been brought to you by AnnieJenningsPR.com. And please visit JenningsWire.com to enjoy a rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. Until next time. <laughs>